0: you've dialed your internet machine to the one and only Oklahoma Today podcast. This week, we've captured one of our wily freelancers, Trisha Bunce, and we're making her tell us all about Bristow's Tabouli Fest and the making of her most recent story, Hot Maze. But first, our question of the week, uh, very topical. We asked you, what foreign food is so ingrained in Oklahoma cuisine that you now think of it as Oklahoman? First up, editor in chief Nathan Gunner. We kind of talk about this on the interview with Trisha, but Lebanese food. Honestly, like tabbouleh and
1: Lebanese steakhouses, they're a huge part of the state's uh, culinary landscape, and so that's that's honestly the one I would say. Like, I'd, it's kind of not a great answer because it just we restated already, but uh, yeah, Lebanese like Lebanese cuisine, Lebanese steakhouses,
0: big part of Oklahoma food. All right, managing editor Carly Barra.
2: It's funny that you asked this question because I just got into a debate with my brother a couple weeks ago about pho. He lives in Houston and he said that they have better pho there than they have here. And he's I wrong. said Robert Reed lived in Vietnam and said that he's had better pho here yeah, than he had over there. Your brother is so,
0: wrong. You're wrong, Lucas. Yeah, Lucas. You're wrong. Uh, yes. <laughs> Poor Lucas. Always not right. Uh, <laughs>
3: photo editor Megan Rossman. Um, you know, I don't really know. Um, <laughs> There's a lot of Korean food here mm-hmm. in Lawton. I, when I think of Lawton, I think of Korean food because they have yeah. so much good Korean food. Excellent
0: answer.
4: All right, Ben Lucian, research editor. I am. Does it count if I say sopapia? Because yeah. yes, because <laughs> that totally counts. I was uh, I was fairly old before I realized that not. Uh, in other states, they don't necessarily uh, give you a sopapilla. You know, Mexican I almost I almost said setup.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, chips and cake. free chips yeah, and queso. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's my so answer. good. Yeah, that's good. All right. What did our what?
0: Greg, what? What do you think? What was yours? Uh, I, I'm kind of surprised because nobody online said it. Uh, hamburgers. I mean, we're talking about it, it's right there in the name, Hamburg. It's a Hamburg-style steak that has been, and and not only that, but yeah. we have we have I would say improved and even perfected it. Uh, and coming up May seventh is the El Reno Fried Onion Burger Day Festival. Uh, so if you love German-style ground beef patty smooshed into some onions and fried to perfection, go to El Reno. Hey, there you go. Yeah, that's a good that's a good answer. Yeah. Uh, what here, did our what did what did our friends on social media say? Oh. Um, we had uh, we a fairly wide variety. Uh, Elizabeth Tarbutton uh, and a few others echoed you, Nate, and said tabbouleh, cabbage rolls, Lebanese uh, kind of steakhouse food. Uh, Tim uh, from Rescue Dog Hot Sauce said pho. Again, that's another one that I feel like a lot of people just, it's like, yeah, it's just food now. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Carla Nice uh, uh, said Mexican food. Tons and tons of people, nachos, tacos, uh, things like that. Uh, and then in what might be the most self-serving answer yes. At the Tulsa Greek Fest, let us know that baklava is pretty popular. Uh, <laughs> wow. No hidden agendas there, although baklava is wonderful. I mean, yeah, so, I'm not yeah, going to okay. argue. That's Can't why argue I said it. Him, yeah. Uh, all right, let's talk to uh, Trisha Bunce a little bit more about the Tabuli Festival coming up in Bristow. We are so happy to be
1: joined today by the amazing Oklahoma contributor, writer extraordinaire, Trisha Bunce, uh, Norman resident, uh, El Reno native. Trisha, we are so happy to have you on podcast. Welcome.
5: Thank you. I'm very excited to be here.
1: So you have a piece in our May-June issue out right now, oklahomatoday.com slash subscribe, uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) about the Bristow Tabooli Festival, which is happening this year on May 14th, just coming right up on on a Saturday. Um, Tell us about, I emailed you, I think it was about a year ago this time, because it was really Mm -hmm. last minute. It was. Um, it was I awesome. had this idea and I think I had like four days to get somebody out there and uh, immediately thought of you because um, I said this to you before we got on the call or before we started recording. But one of the reason I love working with you as a writer is because you go into every assignment and you automatically it's like your 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 main goal is to have as much fun with it as you possibly can. Uh, that, and it that's comes, my goal
5: with everything. So. I love that. <laughs> that's a good life that's my, goal. That's my mantra.
1: That's a good life goal, and it comes through in the writing. So talk to me a little bit about uh, your experience at the festival and writing this piece and all the amazing people you got to meet and the stuff you got to find out.
5: Well, uh, I drove up to Bristow. Like you said, I live in Norman, so it's a little bit of a road trip. Um, <laughs> but that's another thing about me is I love a road trip. So I drove up. Um, I just went by myself. Um, parking was pretty easy. Okay. Oh, and And the, the festival itself is just... You know, several blocks there on main street that they close off and you can uh, just get out and and walk up and down the street. There are so many food vendors Mm. and, and even, and it's so funny because, you know, there'll be like barbecue or burgers or, you know, things that you think are just, you know, typical food truck kind of food, but every single vendor has got some version of tabbouleh out there. At their thing, um, the uh, the right each want to spell the
1: different way. That's one. Thing. They're all spelled.
5: Yeah, there's it's <laughs> like tabuli with a y, tabuli with an i, tabuli with an e h, tabuli with an e y, so, tabuli to, to with an e i g h. If you know you want uh, to get crazy, yeah, millennial yeah. parents,
1: yeah, why not? Uh-huh, exactly. Um, <laughs>
5: so, um, and like the the rising senior class at Bristow High School every year, their big fundraiser for their class is to sell baklava. Oh, I at love the festival. Bacaba. So, yeah. So there's that um, St. Joseph's Church, which was um, kind of the faith home for a lot of the um, original Lebanese families that settled in Bristow. Yeah. they've got a little booth. You can buy a cookbook, which of course I did. That's awesome. Uh, you can buy tabbouleh. Uh, they have these delicious little Mediterranean cookies called mamoul that are. delightful Delightful. i tried making some at home and they were good but they weren't as good as what i got there practice makes Um, perfect i'm gonna keep trying um are you
1: gonna bring your your editor friends any of your attempts perhaps
5: uh, you guys i'd be happy to I i love to bake and i probably shouldn't eat all that i bake like i do so um but it was it was just if you've ever been to like any small town festival in oklahoma yeah it was that I mean, you have your vendors, you may have like a really great artist next to you, a little kid selling, you know, beaded bracelets. I love um, yeah. it so is, fun. You,
1: these festivals are so fun, specifically because of what you said, because you learn things like the the senior class raises money with baklava sales, and you learn things mm-hmm. about like, oh, this church is where the families who settled this area originally went. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you could see it. Re- readers, I'm sorry or listeners, I'm sorry, because this is just audio, but uh, Tricia, if you can see this painting on my wall here in my office, I got okay. that at the Watonga Wine and Cheese Festival from a 7 yes. year old autistic artist, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, you just don't encounter stuff like that. No. Uh, like, it's just the best place to encounter just these surprising things about these small towns. It's wonderful.
5: Yeah, and I, I met a girl while I was there who um, had a table set up to talk about the new curbside recycling initiative in Bristow. Oh, cool. And she was telling me all about it and she was so excited. And I was like, I was like, honey, ma'am, honey, I, I don't live here. <laughs> I was like, I support you. I support you. I love recycling. I don't, I live in Mormon. <laughs> but she was just she was so excited and she was so happy about it. And she was one of the citizens that had put in, you know, so much time and energy to get this recycling initiative started in Bristow. Oh, and she's crazy. like, I don't care. I just want to tell you. I so, oh, <laughs> I love that. Uh, but that was that was great. And I went into some of the local stores, um, bought a shirt. Risco, and Bristow is a charming was a town.
3: Like it, it is. It's a really, it really life. is. Yeah, it really
5: is. Yeah. They have a wine tasting as part of the mm-hmm. festival. You buy a little wristband and it's kind of off Main Street. You kind of go around the corner and there's a little park. And, um, you take your wristband into the park and you can do tastings and they have snacks and belly dancers and here's, here's
1: here's my proposal. We get someone, Mm -hmm. maybe Mr. Elwell can drive you and me to the festival. We can go to the wine tasting and then we can nap while Mr. Elwell drives us home.
5: We could do that. I I think (laughs) that we need to do kind of a statewide
0: winery tour. Hmm. Uh, Web editor and chauffeur, Greg Elwell.
1: (laughs) I got just enough. I got no sleep last night, and that sounds like the best idea I've ever heard in my entire life.
5: Yeah, so, but it was it was just it was just a lovely little charming community, and I really I really enjoyed um, kind of experiencing that small town festival feel again. And this that. was and this was still um, this was been twenty twenty one. Yeah. So, I think, I think I had been fully vaccinated by them, but there was still. You know, I still wasn't going a lot of places, sure. and so you know, at that point in time, just getting out and yeah. Well, and that's another know, good
1: thing about these
0: festivals is they're outdoors, yeah, which is safe. They're outside. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah.
5: And and it was just it was a really it was a really fun little day, very unexpected.
0: I'm like, no scientist, but isn't it true that cabbage rolls cure almost all diseases? The, <laughs> uh,
5: the ones that I had. At- <laughs> Uh, in Sepulpa, at Freddy's, uh, absolutely will. Yes. They will yeah. They will save your soul. They will <laughs> cure what ails you. I gotta
0: yeah. say, one thing I loved about the, the story, so uh, uh, in the new issue, it's Hot Meze, um, uh, a really wonderful story, by the way, Tricia. I, Thank I you. haven't said it yet, uh, but but the other thing I loved about it was was you really delved into the history of how yes. um, how so many of these immigrants had come and made their home in Oklahoma, in uh, in Bristow and, and really all over the place and how how their food has become our food.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: It, that, that part of it was so fascinating to me, because I'll be very honest. I it was new information. Like I didn't, I didn't really know that part of our of our state history. Um, I, I I learned, you know, while I was doing it, and that makes it fun too. When I uh, did a follow up trip back, I didn't do it the weekend of the festival because I felt like it was very short notice and people would be busy, whatever. So I set up a conversation and drove back out there one day and talked to uh, Mike Trigole at the Historical Society, mm-hmm. and he and his wife were both there and involved as volunteers with that organization and. He is a Bristow lifer, you know, grew up there, knew all the families, um, was just so happy to tell me everything, show me everything. We took a little walking tour of Main Street. We went off Main Street and saw some of the original, you know, sandstone homes that were built um, by different Lebanese families that had settled there. And and if you're on Main Street and you look up at the top of the buildings, you see the names of these families that were these Lebanese families that built the town, um, you know, you see Sliman and you see, um, um, Mike, there's someone, someone whose last name was Mike. I love that. Andrew Someone's Ellis Island, name, like, they yeah. were like, yeah, all of, all of those, those names are the ones that are like carved into the, the tops of the main street buildings. Wow. So it's, there's you know, that, that history is still very much, Literally set in stone. Yeah. There in And so so I think it was, it was super interesting to me.
1: That was the other thing that I felt like was such a cool part of the story is how the festival was a lead in to this thing that uh, it's kind of like Greg. It's like Greg said, you know, Lebanese steakhouses have become so much a part of Oklahoma cuisine that we don't even think Mm -hmm. about. There's steakhouses now.
5: It's just, yeah, it's it's a steakhouse where you get tabbouleh instead of a salad. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah,
0: (laughs) exactly. Frankly, considering some of the steakhouses I've been to, I would rather have the tabbouleh almost every time. Mm hmm. Yeah. I got to say, especially the way because I've been to the tabuli festival in Bristow a few times and I growing up anyway, whenever I had tabuli, it was always like 90 percent cracked wheat. Mm-hmm. because that is the bulgur with a little yeah. bit of vegetables and now it's like no it's it's so much parsley and mm-hmm. and so much tomato and mm-hmm. cucumber and and you get those the little bits of of wheat in there make it so much uh kind of break it up but it's 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 so fresh and it's so light and it, it's not necessarily I think what everybody thinks of when they think of Oklahoma cuisine absolutely
5: it, it it kind of becomes more of it truly is kind of a salad you know with the way that they put it together and the flavors that you get in there and and it's and it's light it's like this great combination of light and filling so did you all love it?
1: Um, just real like just out of curiosity because I grew up eating tabouli my mom always made it um, okay. I love it. Did you guys grow up with tabbouleh in the house? like? Was that a
5: no? Really? No, that was. Okay. I'm trying to think. The first time I ever had it, like I would have been, I would have been a full on adult. Wow. Like I'm, I'm trying to think if I even ever had it in college anywhere. Um, yeah, I may I have I in, college. in college. Like really? I, I may, I may have in college. I may have. Yeah. We may have gone somewhere and and had it, like gone up to Oklahoma City to Zorba's or something, and and tried it because I've always been. Adventurous, you know, food-wise. The first time I had sushi was in college, and we went to Tokyo. Um, for it and everybody everybody at the table was just like oh we will have some teriyaki I'll have the shrimp tempura and I was like I would like the chef's choice sampler platter please (laughs) so I was like if I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do it
1: yeah so that's how how you should encounter new foods right like I'm definitely
5: adventurous yeah but I know it was at least college before I ever had tabouli
1: that's awesome. And it's cool, too, that some of these places aren't just, you know, <laughs> steakhouses and we just think of them as being steakhouses, but they're legit uh-huh. kind of famous Oklahoma institutions like.
5: Well, Freddy they are. And they're yeah. all connected. Like um, the more I learned about them, I mean, it's a it's like a family tree of steakhouses, um, but they're all their own people and they're all their own story. And but they're all still so interconnected. Hmm. And I and I really loved. I loved that about it. Yeah, there's a um, lot of
1: there's a lot of marriage connections between these families that have
5: happened over uh-huh. the past century. There are. And, you know, a lot of a lot of the people that are running the different houses now around the state, you know, came up through the original Jamil's in Tulsa, hmm. you know, with uh, Jamil Elias and and, and his <laughs> restaurant, you know, waiting tables, busing tables, um, you know, learning yeah. in the kitchen there. So there's it's it's really um really amazing and, awesome. and I think a great story about how how that that whole thing is still just so connected yeah. and so much about about family and community. And and I just I think that's very cool.
1: That's what I really loved about the piece really was that that sense that it's a community that's persisted, that's lasted, that's remained. Tighten it and close, um, and has continued to innovate and create and just do uh-huh. amazing things in the state of Oklahoma. I love that. I love that part of the story.
5: Yeah, 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 that that was really great to me. So, and I and I think I I think at some point I did point out like I, I googled the state foods of Oklahoma, mm. and it brought up the you know this this huge list and uh, <laughs> state
1: meal. Yeah,
5: I mean it's it's a golden crowl buffet, and uh, <laughs> I. Uh, I was like, we need to add tabbouleh to this, quite honestly. Totally, we do. When I When I did go to Freddy's to, to eat, um, I had chicken fried steak. And it was a really good chicken fried steak. Um, like, I highly recommend it. Uh, but I also had the tabbouleh, which is the best, mm. the best. And then he sent home with me um, a pan of cabbage rolls oh. that my, husband, my <laughs> husband and I had. The best time with those guys. Kind of oh, yeah. He would he would ask my permission before he would eat one because he didn't want to get like a fork in the back of his. They're, they're precious. They're how precious do I get? Things.
1: How do I get that going <laughs> okay. in my household? We'll talk marriage tips. Yeah. 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 Ask my permission before you eat anything. Um, uh, the very
0: first the very first steak that I had that I was like oh I now I understand why people love steak it came from a Freddie Paul's in Stillwater. Oh wow! Okay. That was yeah. that was because every steak before that had been cooked by my dad,
3: mm-hmm.
5: well
0: done. <clears throat> and that was fun. Uh, I feel and so you. Now, I feel you. Yes.
1: Yeah. yeah, I was very lucky to be raised in a household with people who like rare meat. <sighs> very That's lucky. my, but my children. Yeah. Had
2: that yeah. experience. Yeah. I did Very, not. We had I'm sorry we had you like, both
1: had to wait so long to enjoy the 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 wonders yeah. of steak. I feel like you we got had, we had
5: cheap steaks in the oven under the broiler.
1: I feel like you, each know, you could be like, given a voucher for twenty extra years on the end of your life just to enjoy steak for for all the time you missed. <laughs> That's just the truth. Uh um, absolutely. Tricia, I have to say too, I just I love your writing. I was going back through old issues and looking at stuff you'd written, and you wrote such a great piece about the Museum of the Red River. Um, listeners oh, that was so it. fun! It was such a good one, and listeners, you can find it online for free at our oh. archive. Just click the archive tab on our website. Um, it's really that day
5: was magical.
1: Tell me about that day.
5: I did not mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry. Oh, you're fine. That day, that was another one that you were like, "Hey, do you want to maybe do this?" and and I went down, and okay, I met with the. Uh, Director there at the museum And I can't think of his name off Just off the top of my head But it's in the article um, He gave me The best backstage tour I've yeah. ever had in my life We went in like The archive room Where you can walk by And it's all glass, And you can see the things That are on the front shelves Like uh, their permanent collection That they just don't have room for yeah. On a regular basis But you go back in there And all the shelves are rolling And they all come apart And it's just shelf After shelf of these gorgeous African, South American, um, you know, Pacific Island artifacts. Amazing. Amazing. We were, it was like, it was like being in like the mixed up files of, you know, Mrs. Basil E. Frankweiler. Like, it was like being my reference. favorite children's book. Like just, awesome. just, and seeing where things come in and they do restoration and they do, um, you know, all of that work. And it w- it was just the most fun. I, I was like a kid in a candy store, just looking at all of these things. It was amazing, and and I think the uh, the director was really excited to have someone who was geeking out so hard over <laughs> over these artifacts. Yeah. But it's another really amazing place that I think you know at least up here. I didn't I didn't know about it, and yeah. then they've got that gorgeous big fossil um you know full fossil of the of the dinosaurs yeah. they found the skull you know down in that in that river basin area and yeah. oh my gosh just so cool that's awesome. so cool yeah highly recommend that. that
1: i love and it's that, really man. close
5: to broken bow so it'd be a yeah. right place to go down and like get a cabin and stay and do some river stuff honestly and then, yeah them in an afternoon
1: i can't imagine going down that way now and not going there not going to the museum yeah. the oh you like, absolutely like, have it's to absolutely it's, it's, it's a must. really awesome Yeah, it's like, why would you, it's like, it it would be to me like not going to the state park, right, Uh like going to Broken Bow and not going to the state park, like you go down to McCurtain County, you go to the Museum of the Red River, it's just, it's just Uh like that. Um, And then one of the other stories that I found that you wrote, um, and this feels so quaint now in the (laughs) post-COVID era, is house concerts. Yes. Like, remember when we used to just go over to strangers' houses, houses? and uh-huh. listen to well, music?
5: <laughs> I I am tentatively planning a concert at my house in October. Yay! Um, I'm gonna. I'll invite you. Yay! Um, it's gonna be outside. I, we do ours outside. Yeah. Um, weather permitting. One One year we did have to move into the living room because it was just freezing, bitter cold. But um, I I think we're gonna we're gonna try it again. That's exciting. So, yeah, I'm re- I'm really looking forward to it that we're able to to make it happen.
1: I think it's going to be I, I, I am just going to choose hope. I think it'll happen. <laughs> yeah,
5: absolutely. Absolutely. But but yes, no, I love I love the house concert. I love the house concert. I love the small listening venue. I love the connection you get to make with the artists. Um, and I love I my experience has always been that the artists are so kind and, you know, they want to hang out. And they and they want to talk to you and they want, you know, to have that interaction yeah. um, with the people who are enjoying their music. And it's just it's a really personal I mean, I, it, it's a spiritual experience sometimes, yeah. I think. I mean, it really it, it really feeds yeah. something that, that I, I think is so important. So I, I love that, too. And I, I hope that we're able to do it again.
1: That's awesome. Well, hey, listeners, the Bristow Tabouli Festival is Saturday, May 14th. National Geographic, this is actually something cool about this festival. National Geographic, I think in 2016, maybe 2018, I don't remember the year, Uh named the Bristow Tabouli Festival the best food festival in Oklahoma. One of the best in the country. Um, So it's absolutely worth checking out. Bristow is an amazing town. Um, May I recommend driving up Route 66 if you're coming from the Oklahoma City or Tulsa areas? Um, Cause it's a lovely drive through there and who likes the interstate? Come on.
5: Yeah, no, um, just take, the, always take the long way.
1: Absolutely. Always take the Fantastic. long way. Fantastic. Um,
5: and I, and I, and I do want to say, if you're going to be there, um, down toward the the end of the street, um, there's a bank in the bank parking lot. That's where Freddy's always sets up.
1: Ah, project. get
5: his, get his cabbage rolls. You guys get you his down. cabbage rolls. You're getting so it
1: straight from
0: good. the source. This is what it really does for you.
5: I don't play about food.
0: <laughs> and uh, for more info on that, uh, you can obviously pick up our latest issue, but also uh, the Tabuli Fest is online. T-A-B-O-U-L-E-H, since it's always spelled differently. Uh, TaboulehFest.com uh, will tell you where everything is located there in Bristow during the uh, the very free, very welcoming uh, event so uh, obviously very outside know, for
1: people who are yeah. still observing precautions yeah
0: yes uh, but yeah. tons yes. of fun stuff happening there we really hope you guys can make it out and uh, and i just want to say thanks to trisha for making some time to come on here and talk with us
1: same thank, trisha, you, for thank asking. you so much this was so this much is my fun. first
5: podcast i'm so excited what <laughs> i know all right know. dude
1: we We got to, we got to get you something else to work on. I'm going to get my wheels turning because I love, like I said, I love your writing and I can't wait to work with you again. So Tricia, thank you so much for for this story and thank you for coming on today.
5: Thank you, Nathan. Thank you, Greg.
1: It's gonna be really fun, and Bristol is a really cool town. I like Bristow. Yeah, yeah. It's always fun to it's always fun to get to drive through there. Yeah, that's gonna be a lot of fun, and she's she's just a delight. So I agree. Yeah.
0: I You know, uh, and as we said in the interview, please do go back through our archives and check. We've got lots of great stories that Trish has written yeah. over the years, and and uh, she really does bring a certain amount of joy, and 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 kind of you're you feel like you're there. When yeah. You read it. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Speaking is... of being there. <laughs> It is now time to once again plumb the depths of TravelOK.com's calendars for our weekly pod events. And first up this week is Nate. That's me first, huh? All right. Avast, ye ladies of the court and lords of the manor. It is time once again for
1: ye old Oklahoma Renaissance Festival at the Castle of Muskogee, now through June 5th. Whether thou choosest to dress as a court jester, a noble knight, a dainty courtesan, a walking dead zombie, seven of nine, Professor McGonagall, Chewbacca, or just a harried mom who looked in her closet and Said whatever, your cut co- your costumery is most welcome at ye old Oklahoma Renaissance Festival, where thou wilt encounter turkey legs the size of small continents, M- musicians and magicians galore, a life sky a life size game of chess where the stakes aren't death but should be, acrobatic feats and a children's realm where young lords and ladies can find reasons to be happy they didn't grow up in 16th century England. If thou sincerely wishes to intensify thine enjoyment, thou must make plans to attend the Pirates' Feast or the Masked ball. Point your magical computing astrolabe to okcastle.com and the magical fates of the internet will tell you more.
0: I knew it was coming, and it was still great. <laughs> you uh, could dress as Seven of Nine and go to the Renaissance Festival. Uh, uh, it would be that would be very helpful considering most weekends I dress like Seven of. Did nine. Did you
1: ever notice that there's actually like a big overlap? Like did like almost everyone I've ever known who was super into the Renaissance Festival is also super, super into Star-, Star Trek? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I guess think that's, costumes.
2: I don't know. <laughs> I just think it's
1: interesting and fun <laughs> when you go, and there's just
0: you know all kinds of stuff like that. Carly, what's your event this week?
2: Cinco de Mayo is a pretty fascinating holiday. First of all, it's not Mexican Independence Day, though that is a popular misconception. It marks the May 5th, 1862 Mexican victory over the French at the Battle of Puebla. That was a single, somewhat insignificant victory in the Franco-Mexican War, which lasted about six years. And Cinco de Mayo isn't even a major holiday in Mexico. Even banks stay open during the occasion. But in the U.S., we've co-opted the holiday and surprisingly (laughs) done something good with it. Cinco de Mayo has become an opportunity to celebrate Mexican food, music, and culture. Naturally, Calle Do Cinco in Capitol Hill will be party central this May 5th when they host an evening of tequila tasting and a silent auction to benefit community programs like entrepreneurial youth and youth scholarships. Admissions to the Yale Theater is free. So why not use this excuse to drink and support Oklahoma City's Southside businesses as well? <laughs> Call 405-632-0133 or go to historiccapitolhill.com. That sounds like fun.
0: I will say that it, to take part in the Noche de Tequila um, thing, it is $100 a ticket. Oh, so right.
2: Is it? It says admission is free.
0: Yeah. I, it's on it's on the Right, You can come oh, inside, okay. but if you want to do the tequila yeah. thing. Yeah,
2: well, yeah. that makes a lot more sense than yeah. a bunch of free tequilas. I, that sounds <laughs> Free tequila uh, sounds apologies. like a terrible a little, a little
1: idea. <laughs> yeah, I can... I can, Yes, yeah. free tequila is always a bad idea.
0: <laughs> Megan, what's your event this week?
3: Well, cleanliness is next to godliness. Keep calm and maintain cleanliness. A new broom sweeps clean. A clean hand wants no washing. The devil's in the dirt. Wash yourself or find an early grave. With all these folksy <laughs> saying... It's clear that keeping clean is close to our hearts, so it's fitting that here in Choctaw, Oklahoma, we have the Clean Shorts Film Festival. (laughs) On May 6th and 7th, the Eastern Oklahoma Technology Center will host a variety of short films, all of which are free from gore, nudity, and vulgarity, and won't require anyone to cover their children's eyes or ears. This family-friendly affair features creative films in a variety of categories, from documentaries to animation. For more information, visit cleanshorts.org. Nice.
0: That is... That's something everyone can enjoy. Definitely not what I thought I'd find at (laughs) cleanshorts.org. Ben, what's your event this week?
4: Well, I was afraid Megan had gone full Riddler there for a minute.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
4: But today, I'm so pleased to report on Lawton's arts for all festival this friday through sunday it's southwest oklahoma's largest free juried arts festival and the region's cultural event of the year arts for all festival is big it's fantastic and it's way better and more inclusive than the arts for al festival (laughs) look i try not to pass judgment but al has some peculiar taste in art Let's do a little compare and contrast, shall we? At the wonderful Arts for All Festival... You will see the work of nearly 100 artists of all mediums, plus a magnificent food court featuring the deliciously diverse cuisines of Europe, Asia, and Latin America, in addition to all the usual fest favorites. The Arts for Owl Festival, on the other hand, well, you know in kindergarten when you made art by gluing down dry macaroni to construction paper? That's what they have at the art booths and the food booths. (laughs) At the Far Superior Arts for All Festival, as longtime goers can attest, there will be two stages featuring a variety of dance, musical, youth, and other performances to keep you entertained throughout the day. At Arts for Al, well, it's only Al and his acoustic ACDC covers. <laughs> As the name implies, the Arts for All Festival is free and open to the public and can be found at Lawton's Shepler Park. Its hours are 4 to 8 p.m. Friday, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Saturday, and 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Sunday. I can't tell you where the Arts for Al Festival is going to be or when it's going to occur. It's only for Al. You're not invited. (laughs) And even though he has both, he doesn't want me to give you his phone number or website. Thankfully, the, mo- the much preferable Arts for All Festival has no problem sharing the contact information. You can call 580-248-5384 or visit org slash festival.
1: That's a good event. I've actually been to that event. It's a lot of fun.
4: Where? Uh, Arts for Oh, yes.
1: Arts for All. Yeah. Not Arts for All.
0: Not Arts for All. That festival was no fun whatsoever. Greg, what do you have for us this week? This one goes out to all the punks who have lost their way. Are you feeling down because everyone is screaming anarchy now? Are you disappointed that the faux hawk has largely replaced the mohawk? Then maybe it's time to explore a different kind of punk scene at the 55th annual Oklahoma Steam and Gas Engine Show in Pawnee. <laughs> There will be exhibits on classic powered tools like a sawmill, a machine shop, wheat threshing, corn grinding, as well as a 100-ton coreless steam engine. The event runs May 6 through 8 at the Steam Park grounds, 409 East Beck Drive in Pawnee. Tickets are $10 a day, and you can visit oklahomathreshers.org for more info. Whereas I had sort of thought that the more punks would be at the oklahomathreshers.org, <laughs> but anyway, they might, and that, that might be where they are. That's that's yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. If we can only if we can only combine yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> well, folks, the sound of Al uh, contacting us about listing his event, uh, it means that We're the Oklahoma so Today trouble. podcast is coming to a close. You can join us again next week, or if you just can't get enough, head to oklamatoday.com and pick up our latest issue on newsstands right now. Send feedback to OKTPod at travelok.com, and we'll talk to you again next week. The Oklahoma Today podcast is a production of Oklahoma Today magazine and the Oklahoma Oklahoma Tourism and Recreation Department. Your hosts are Oklahoma Today editors, Nathan Gunner, Greg Elwell, Carly Barra Megan Rossman, and Ben Lucian. Theme song editing and production helped by Oklahoma Today's production manager, Bridget Sloan. For more information, visit oklahomatoday.com.
5: Goodbye.